That's right. <laughs> Not quite finished. I'll do it next year. I don't even set goals for my work. That's true. And no there one says anything, so there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't Great. matter. So, giveaways. So it's all just shit I'm to talk about with each other. Doing a giveaway when this episode comes out next year. So oh. more details then. Why well, hope nice. you give away that book? We don't need it in this house. Try to give it to the person <laughs> in Zambia or Belgium. I'm sending it to Belgium. Say yes, yeah. Belgium. You're getting a book. Belgium. Let us know your I'm address. I'm sorry. Hello and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, Danielle, and I are unwrapping our annual holiday gift to you. Yes, gentle listener, this is your early Christmas present, or if you're listening to this when it drops, your third night of Hanukkah gift. And actually, this year we're breaking with tradition a little bit. Not only are we not doing an actual Hallmark movie, which for the record has nothing to do with their policy of showing, quote, non-traditional marriages, unquote, whatever the fuck that means. Side note, fuck off, DJ, shut up. But we are also welcoming for the first time a repeat author. Yes, this year's book is The Noel Diary by Richard Paul Evans, who you may remember also wrote The Mistletoe Secret. The movie of the same name is now streaming on Netflix. And with just a quick reminder that you by no means are obligated to actually read this book, feel free to get yourself as spoiler-free as you care to be. And when you're ready, let's rejoin the conversation already in progress. Well, hey, yep. the, what the, the jacket, hell? The jacket says that it's been translated into 24 languages or something, so... This you know. one? This nice. book? I mean, I don't know. His books have been. His books. So this one probably will be, if it hasn't... It probably You know does. what? He's got a picture in the back. So Belgium, exactly you can get it in him. French if you want to. Oui. What about Flemish? Do you think it's been in Flemish? It's exactly how I yeah. picture this guy. Meh. Anyway. Can I see that for a sec? What, you can. What year was this godforsaken book written? It was pretty recent. No, my God. 2017. Okay. God, yeah, it seems so old. That's because he is old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a 60-year-old man. Oh, yeah, God, really? Also... Hey, Richard Paul Evans, is that his name? Yes. Maybe write some murder mysteries or something. <laughs> like, I just enjoyed that they made, the guy in the movie was the famous brother on This Is Us, so. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was him? That's, that's yeah, Josh Sharon Hartley. He, yeah. Wasn't, he wasn't bad to look at the whole time, and that was fine. Exactly. Yeah. But here's yeah. what really bothered hey, me. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Yes. Yes. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was he, waiting for it. Yeah, he's, he's a good-looking guy. And, like, he actually can act. So that was, like, yes, a step up can. for Candace Cameron Bure or whatever wow. last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But what bothered me is that the lady was supposed to be younger than him, and she looked so much older to me. Like, <laughs> yes. I, I didn't believe that she was younger than him. Yes. But in the yeah, book, she comes across age. as a lot younger than him. Uh-huh. Even okay. though it's only like four years or something, because yeah, he was uh-huh. four when the lady yeah. was pregnant with him. For for those who haven't read the book, and I can't stress enough that you shouldn't. Yeah, don't don't. don't. Do it. <laughs> I lucked out here apparently. Don't. Like the guy is supposed to be our age, so he's like forty. Yeah, but yeah. I pictured him and like seventy-five. Is only four years younger than him, but she acts like she's about nineteen. Yeah. Oh, in the book. Oh, yes. Why? Yeah, she comes out. I like, I like her in the like movie. She was much more mature. Ingenue, basically. She was, yeah. but like, uh, she just didn't. Like, she, she didn't know how to pronounce gnocchi. Yeah, and it, but, it, but in gnocchi. the movie, she like spoke mm. seventy-five languages or something. Yeah. So like, yeah, they like right. gl- gave her a glow up. We are oh, so we are did. getting way ahead of ourselves here. I'm sorry, sorry. We can just smash it all together. I didn't <laughs> yeah, read the yeah, book, that's so how we I can't do. contribute We're to that We're more part. relaxed about this yeah. part. But right. Let's talk about the book some, right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, definitely wish fulfillment book, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, well, this is okay. a book. <laughs> so, so, here's the thing. I had that, I had that attitude reading mm-hmm. this. I'm like, like. Let me let me read you some of my notes. Okay. Oh, you took because notes. <laughs> I took notes on this one. I yeah. wish I had because Guys. there were some quotes that I wanted to remember nice. and I've forgotten them. Okay. You could okay, probably look so... it up. It's only like forty pages long. <laughs> All right. Just flip through. 
So so here here are some of my notes. Uh, this guy sucks. The author <laughs> and the protagonist. They're the same person. Uh-huh. Douche, douche, douche. Uh, I said uh, weirdest wish fulfillment. Uh-huh. Um, oh, jeez. Let's see. Uh... I don't need to know how expensive your hotel is or what you had for room service or what your Starbucks order was or that you bought bottled fucking water. Wait, hold on. Did you did you catch on to the raspberry shake that they don't have fucking anywhere? Oh my god. Anyway. But okay, so like like I I I definitely saw it as wish fulfillment. I wrote uh where did I where did I have this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So so at some point I wrote, I wonder if this was expensed in real life. Like this is <laughs> for my research into the life of a much more successful author. <laughs> is 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 the joke I wanted to make, but he's actually a successful author. Right, life. right. Um, For real life, yeah. So, so like he really has had multiples of his books made into for real movies. Yeah, and yeah. He's he's a literal number one best selling author. Yeah. And it's because yeah. dinglings like us keep watching him for podcasts. It's, it's like all we're it's our fault. Them, <laughs> we're giving him but, numbers. But I, I have to say, I have to say one, one thing that made me feel like, uh, like just a little bit weird after all of that is I, I read the acknowledgments at the end, uh huh, and he's, he said, uh, like, first of all, he like thanked his daughter for encouraging him to write this one, yeah, and said that he put more of his personal life into it than he yes. had into any other book that he's written. Yes, right. this is him. Uh, so, yeah. So, which uh, disturbing part of this book was from his real life? Do you think, like the he beatings? He doesn't like to fly. I bet. All of it. I Every think, part of it. I think, the creepy I crush on his nanny. Is, I, yeah, I think that I think that this is basically semi autobiographical. Yeah, that is that is the takeaway here. Is, uh, is I'm willing to believe that. But but you know he had to like. I don't know. I don't know why he had to make the guy younger. Like he could have just said it like in the fucking eighties, right? Like it would have made a lot more sense that he got kicked out of his house and that like there wasn't, uh, I don't know, good mental health support back then, right? Yeah, like because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, definitely much more common back then that someone would leave home at sixteen or right. whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like the the childhood trauma and the family issues are probably 100% real. Yes. But the part where he's getting... I pray to God he's not giving a half million dollar advance for each one of his books. Good lord. That seems Uh, ridiculous. I feel like Stephen King, maybe. Like, Daniel Steele, maybe. But I feel like most authors are not getting... Half a million dollars per book. He's, he's most or not, but 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 he's got again, like super successful books. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I want to people. Women are reading these books and are happy with them. His imaginary women. So there you go. God. Women. I. I don't. I. I did again. Also. Let me go go back to my notes Evangelical Christian women. That's what it is. This one was a little more churchy than the other. They've jumped from the Amish Amish romances. (laughs) If you if you read the little blurb in the thing, it talks about the awards he's gotten, and some of them are like Christian communicator kind of Uh awards, and some Uh of them are like. So it's like it's very. uh, It I don't know. It's it's women who want like a very specific kind of man, I guess. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I did write in my notes. Who the hell is this for? Who likes it? <laughs> yeah, it's he, he mentions certain... the Mormon Church in this. So well, he's apparently. Oh, so I gotta Mormon's guess he's fan. from Utah because like all of his stuff is set in Utah he lives, or he lives nearby in Utah. or Idaho. Like, because wasn't the mistletoe secret in Idaho also? 
He like went from Florida to Idaho or Montana or something. Did they change it for the movie? Because Kelly Pickler sounded like she was from like Kentucky. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh, know. they they always change the locations for these movies. Like like because yeah, this... everyone's like Idaho, Idaho and Utah are really boring. Yeah, yeah like, let's Salt, not set it there. <laughs> Salt Lake is not like a beautiful city, as far as I know. Yeah, and he went to to Arizona, picturesque Arizona. Yes. Yeah, picturesque Arizona. <laughs> I wonder if this phone number in here really is for a dumpster rental place. <laughs> yeah, I feel like not only did he pull the emotional trauma, but also everything he ate while he was writing this book. And yeah, it, no, it wasn't uh, even interesting stuff. Yeah, well, that's uh, and yeah, like <laughs> again, another another note that I had. <laughs> oh my god. The raspberry shake is what gets me. I'm like, where the fuck did you get a raspberry shake? Like, Nobody does that. He was at a diner. Like, just a diner. He's like, I had the raspberry shake. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. No, you didn't. That's <laughs> not what they have there. And yeah. he doesn't know what a strawberry is. I I said, there's scene setting and then there's filler. Please learn the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, fine if you want to put a food scene in there, but make it interesting or good sounding. Well... I would say it's fine if you want to put a food scene in there, but like make something else happen while you're eating. You know, right. like don't don't just be like, oh, and we stopped at this restaurant, and she had the thing, and I had the thing, and it was yes. really good, and then we drove away. Like, <laughs> like yeah. thank you, you just wasted a paragraph on a fucking yeah. Mexican restaurant in Arizona. There was more oh. than one chapter that the whole thing was. I woke up ran in the gym for an hour and then took a shower and a dialed room service that's not a chapter benedict and an apple pastry with a glass of fresh orange juice that's not a chapter the dish was excellent mr evans also also i i had another note about that about the room service there which is uh who orders room service and then immediately jumps in the shower so that (laughs) so that they can be nude by the time it arrives guys who are trying to set something up (laughs) <laughs> oh i just got out of the shower that's why i'm naked mm. oh my oh, robe fell open yeah. i ordered room service on the phone why <laughs> do you not have like an app the no. internet no. this man does not remember know this is written in for, published in 2017 but it's apparently set in 1999 that oh, was, was how you ordered room set service in 1999 I don't know. Oh man, no, I I'm did just not, saying. I apparently, didn't. you don't know. You made that up. Yeah, I, I did. Like, no, it wasn't. It was. It was set in. I'm in saying that's how you was, did room service. You had to call you didn't, on the phone. You didn't read the book, so you didn't know. You didn't know <laughs> that he. It had, just says he had a Matrix poster in his childhood bedroom. That's oh, true. Okay, yeah. and Eminem. Yes, right. That and was all it the says last is stuff that he hung up before he got kicked out of the house. Wednesday, uh, okay. December seventh. No year. No year. No year. Present day. Only, only the year from the diary, which was in the eighties. Present day. So Two thousand XD six. Well, you can you can limit it to like what years it could be based on the yeah day and date. Right. I decided it was present day. Yeah, so I think I last too. time I got room service, I called, but I was no staying way. at a hotel that you don't have an app for, so. Oh. Or you put the little hanger out on the yeah, door. You're like, the door. I want the eggs. And they pick it up and, and then they have the coffee. I had a menu coffee. that I could call down for. I don't know if this um, is like Utah, though. Like, they do things differently, I guess. They, do. they really do. They don't have coffee in Salt Lake City because that has caffeine in it. Oh, yeah. Right. Sorry. You can bring it and make your own, but they don't provide it. Sorry. Um, so, like, the driving force of... Okay, so first, again, this isn't like a Christmas book. It's not. It's not. And I think this is how he's secretly such a good author. He's like, I'll just put a book out around Christmas. Yeah. And after I'm done writing it, I'll sprinkle in some references to Christmas and then I'll just call it good. Yeah. Yeah. And people will buy only, it. It's like, here's the new Richard whatever book. The only the only thing Christmassy about it is is that the lady's name was Noelle. Yeah. And that and her was, daughter was born near was Christmas. She was born on Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't a Christmas story. I said that too. Yeah. Also, the driving force, I guess, in the love story part is super creepy. Yeah. He loves like, the he's, mother. He's dreamed of what turns yeah. out to be his nanny his whole life. Right. And, and, and falls in love with this chick because she looks like her mom. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, again, another note that I had. Um, let, me, let me find exactly how I worded this. Um, 
I think the movie also thought that was creepy. And they're like, we're going to just like not. Yeah, we'll not, yeah. We're not, not talk that. about that so, so much. Uh, um, yeah, my note was, so mommy issues. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. Uh-huh. Okay. Latched onto the first maternal figure he saw and just ran with it. Yeah. Well, and especially the diary entries, it makes it extra creepy because she seemed to be into it. Oh, yeah. She's like, this four-year-old is, like, loving all over me. He's the best. I well, love I him mean, so she, much. She probably also was, like, again... Feeling she was, maternal. She was rejected by her parents, and yeah. so she just needed something. Yeah. Nobody pregnant, nobody else in that house kid. was in any kind of shape to give it to her. Right. That is true. So. Like, just, I... It, I really, honestly, honestly, like, went into this wanting to hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hate it. Like, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like, it wasn't as, the worst. It wasn't the worst. As a book, it was fine. Uh huh. Which is, I think, generally the case of with bestsellers. Right. Like, it's it's not my thing at all. Like I said, I I don't care about, like, like, the two paragraphs you spent telling me the route you took from Salt Lake City to Mesa, Arizona. Right. Uh-huh. Like I don't I don't need to know the roads you took. Just like you know, just like I don't need to know shit about like Tom fucking Bombadil in The Hobbit, you know. You, you shut your mouth. Like I don't Tom I don't, Bombadil was there when the earth was sung or whatever. God damn it. I don't care. I don't care. How would they have got away from Old Man Tree without him? They would have been dead in, like, the second chapter. No. No. They, they, Very short story, then. They would have just... They could have hid. It would have been fine. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Just a bad comparison is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sensitive much? <laughs> anyway. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I wanted to hate it, but, like... Like the, I felt like the the stuff dealing with the trauma and the guilt and everything actually felt real enough that I wasn't uh, I wasn't ready to be dismissive of it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just again, like write it uh, differently so it's not grouped in the Christmas books. Yeah, write it. Write It'll it. Maybe be fine. good. Yeah, right. Right, good. Right, oh, good. I like it how they explain to us what funeral potatoes are. And what are they? Um, that's where you have to like mix it with the cream of chicken soup and ha- with hash browns, and you put cheese and cornflakes on top. Yeah, that's See, the detail. call it party potato casserole, but this I'm, is the hmm. detail you need in these kind of books. Yeah, I've I've never had funeral potatoes. I have, uh, but it's called party potatoes. Yeah, I've, party never, potatoes. I've never heard of party potatoes either, so. I well, we're having them know. for Christmas. So get nice. ready. Good job. They're like, this is funeral potatoes. Also, someone just died, so that's kind of like not a cool thing to like say. <laughs> well, she potatoes. had them for the funeral, right? I mean, it's yeah. a casserole given so you don't have to make food when you're mourning. Just yeah. call them potatoes. I don't know. Also, what the hell's green jello with grated carrots? What? Ew. Gross is what it is. That was part of the funeral food. The usual funeral fare, fried chicken, funeral potatoes, green jello with grated carrots, strawberry salad, and potato rolls. I don't think any no. of that is what would normally be served at a normal funeral, but okay. Maybe the fried chicken if I, there's a lot maybe of Maybe apparently in Utah. I, I've i been to exactly one funeral, uh-huh. so I would have no idea. Oh, you're lucky then. Yeah. The ones that I've been there's to usually have a casserole, food. yeah. Well, that's because your family's Italian, huh? We went out. (laughs) (laughs) The ones we had, we went elsewhere. Yeah. I think it's super weird to be like, well, this person just died. Everyone come over and let's eat food now. Like, uh." You gotta be with people. Well, no, it's supposed to be like we do with Shiva, and you bring food to the family, and give your condolences, and you leave it, so that way the family doesn't have to cook and shit. Right. They're being fed, so they can just mourn and be sad. Yeah, it's to combat... And you have some of it out when people are coming to visit you to give you their condolences. You know what will make me not depressed is let's go somewhere so they can clean it up and I don't have to clean up a mess afterwards. (laughs) Return your Tupperware, your pirates. That's what we did. That's what my family did. Or someone just brought me drugs. Yeah. Don't bring me potatoes. We had after funeral luncheons, and all the ones I've been to, that's what they do too. Yeah. So. Anyway. Uh... (laughs) 
So just for the benefit, again, of people who didn't read the book, mm-hmm. you want to run through a couple of plot points here real quick? The general story. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. is about, like we said, a rich author guy who, by the mm-hmm. way, is super hot. Oh, yeah. And but, drives, but he's got an author's Porsche body. Cayenne. Uh huh. He's got an author's bod. He's got an author's bod. bod, but he's super hot, and uh-huh. like regularly dates and or sleeps with his groupies. Mm-hmm. Um, smart, smart. Yeah. Those Whose are the only ones that like him. Jacob Christian, Christian Churcher, but his nom de plume is Jay Churcher. And, like that's not what that is. Right. I don't think like that's not really. I mean, I guess it's, it's a nom de plume, but that usually it's a whole other name, not just like a shortening. Anyway. <laughs> also, like just so you know, uh, Chris, uh, the the movie hated all of these names and changed, yeah, changed every every changed one. them all. So yeah. changed them all. So yeah, and, except for like, the deadbeat boyfriend. No, no, Noel. his name was Brandon oh. in the book. Noel's boyfriend. No, yeah, Noel's boyfriend Peter. Peter. He gets mentioned oh, one oh. time, and I'm like, oh, they didn't bother changing him. I I assumed that they did research, like the the Netflix show did research and found out these were real people. Like we should change their name. Wait, who is Peter? <laughs> Peter was Noel's husband or boyfriend. They found that a picture of pregnant. him in the the diary. He's the guy. Oh, that got oh yes, pregnant. Noel's. Okay, yes. I was like yes. thinking of. I was not like, Rachel's. no, his name was Brandon. That was fucking Brandon makes an appearance. They're like the Brandon's daughter. not a good name. Alan, <laughs> his name's Alan now. Mm-hmm. Well, they knew how how powerful the name Brandon is. Like people would just be throwing up in the theater watching Brandon. This. Ugh. Ugh. Brandon. 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 So yeah. I think we, we touched on this, but he was kicked out of home at 16 mm-hmm. after his parents had divorced after his older brother, Charles, died. And uh, check me on this, but this is like the stupidest way to accidentally die. Like he was climbing a tree mm-hmm. and grabbed a power line. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if he was about to fall, you know. Why but, was there a power line in the tree? Yeah, why was it near well, in the tree? Because so, trees grow. Because, yeah, but... because it was the, probably the fucking 70s. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you said, all this sounds like the 70s, so... Like, Parents are like, like, we gotta do some of that tree that's growing into this power line. Okay. I know, let's let's build a platform for the kids to climb it easily. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they won't touch it. Well, like... like Get up okay, there, kids. So, so one, of the, one of the things that, like, I immediately said was, like, he... Uh, He's talking about coming home and driving by the tree. I'm like, oh, they would have immediately cut that tree down. Yeah, like, and then oh, they did in the movie. In this tree, like, yeah, yeah. Let's, we're cutting it down. Yeah, like they would shut the barn door after the, like, the horse had run out. In this case, but like it was, it was in the book. It was a tree that was like down the street from the house. Yeah, mm. and this wasn't a nice neighborhood. Um, like yeah. so, so it's it's not like. Uh, like I, he he. This was just a tree that he liked to climb, you know. And I, gotcha. I would say that, like, yeah, an eight-year-old slipping and falling out of a tree and grabbing the closest thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, but to stabilize himself makes sense. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, just make him fall out of the tree. That also yeah. would have worked. He could have climbed an old tree. The branch could have broken. He fell and died. Well, that, don't need to you complicate know. it with. Getting fucking electric. I wonder if his brother for real died that way though, and then like no one will read this, so they'll do what I did, watch the movie, and that's what happens. I I I'm willing to bet that this is how his brother actually died. Oh man, yeah, fucking kids, right? Anyway, so like after his, find this out later, but after his brother died, like his parents get a divorce, his dad leaves, and then his mom like goes off the deep end. And there's a lot of beatings, uh, and eventually she just kicks him out. Like, puts all the shit on the lawn one day when he comes home. Yep. So he goes to live with a friend, and then That's eventually mean. moves away. Yep. It's like somebody Pretty. that he worked with at a fast food place or something. Yeah. That he was at, a, at a fake Taco Bell. Yeah. That's right. Fake Taco yep. Bell. Um, so yeah, <laughs> he's now a successful writer, best-selling author, and it gets word that his mom has just died and left him his house. Left him the old house. And he has to drive all the way down from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Which to Salt Lake City. Has to say just over and over again. Yes, over Coeur d'Alene every single time. The heart. <laughs> he says of it Elaine. like he says it like so wistfully. Yep. Every time. Yep. So when he gets there, he discovers his mom has become a big hoarder. 
And while he's moving, uh, working to empty all of the detritus, this old neighbor shows up whose name is Elise. I'm surprised when she's like, I really know you really well because I used to watch you all the time. Which seemed weird, but I guess because of the trauma at the time, he doesn't have a lot of good memories. Right. Or maybe any from them, but he used to play with her her nephew? Yeah. Her nephew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, he spends a few days cleaning out the place, and a couple of days later, this random lady comes in, uh, asking if his family's lived there a long, long time ago, or if a pregnant lady ever lived with them. He's like, uh, no. <laughs> I think I would know. No, that never happened. But uh, he does ask uh, the old lady about it, and she's like, oh yeah, totally. It turns out it <laughs> did happen. Tur- yeah, absolutely that happened. But I don't remember her name. But your dad when he's like, fuck. That asshole. Ugh. But they make the decision to drive down to Mesa, Arizona and confront his dad and the girl whose name is Rachel. Which a very means beautiful name. sheep, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they made sure to tell us that. Yep. Apparently. She's named after an animal. A sheep. Um, she decides she's just going to come along, even though she's uh, engaged to Brandon. Brandon. Ugh. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, punky. She doesn't want to try any oysters, though. <laughs> so he's going to keep the shellfish to himself. <sighs> Shellfishly. God That's damn you. That's why he's a good writer. God damn you. Shellfishly. I had to te- Travis wasn't even home when I read that. I had to text it to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what the... I was so angry. I, you know, like, once again, uh, I, I think I did, I had a note, by the way, while we're, while we're on that, because I think we just, we, we went right past it. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, did I have a note about it? About what, shellfish? Oh, there we go. Uh, I'm surprisingly okay with their dinner conversation. (laughs) Just Okay. It's okay. awkward enough for people who don't know each other. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you give her the right inflection, she's like, oh, that's why you're such a good writer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then it makes sense. It's fine. But yeah, she, she's like, I'm going to go with this strange man to meet his dad in Arizona, so maybe I'll find out about my mom. Right. Uh, but I'm not going to tell Brandon that I'm going with anybody. Mm-hmm. He's going to be upset about the gas money, though. He was upset about the gas money, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. and then when they're waiting for the movers to come over uh, to move their very expensive piano. Yes, the they, Steinway, which they, you know, go to great pains to say every single time again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which totally a, fits in with, like, the family that he lived with. I'm sure they had that. Yeah, sure. Well, he, uh, did they talk about him knowing how to play it in the book, too? Yeah. Yeah, they he, did. That they, they got it, and Charles was supposed to learn it, and then when That's Charles right. died, she made him... And he was like, I don't want it. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. You can have it. But yeah, they're waiting for the movers. They randomly find uh, this diary. A Noel's diary. Oh my god. And they read it, and the dates match up and talk about a pregnant lady. This is my mom's diary, you guys. (gasps) So, uh, they set off on the road trip when they kind of read through it. Uh, And then, like, nothing really happens. Yep. For a long time. He wears a lot of Tommy Bahama clothes. So that also made me feel like you know, like late fifties, yeah, sixties, absolutely. Like my dad, not our age. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they have a very uninteresting road trip. But there's a side note that Rachel basically becomes drunk when she's sleepy. Oh yes. Like That's she forgets excuse. what she's doing and That's like becomes excuse. very very flirtatious. I'm just so sleepy. I hope I didn't embarrass myself. Yeah. That again. That is her excuse. She knew what she was doing the moment she signed on for this road trip. (laughs) It's like, I'm going to bang this guy. I'm dead serious. As soon as she looked him up and saw his followers on Facebook, she's like, I must have him. Even before that. (laughs) She was like, look at this guy's author's body. (laughs) So I'm saying, guys, if you're having problems with the ladies, get a million Facebook followers, and you're in. And his his douchey Porsche Cayenne. They'll make an SUV out of anything these days. Who said yes. that? Somebody said that. Yeah. <laughs> Who was plumber. that that said that? The plumber, and he's correct. Okay. Yeah, he's correct. Stupid, stupid car. Right. You just knocked <laughs> on my door, and I want to tell you about your dumb SUV. Like, I wouldn't even Yet open the, the one, door. This I see most of that brand, unfortunately. <laughs> I see lots of Porsche Cayennes. If yeah. you didn't 
let me know you were coming ahead of time. I'm not opening the door, so this is all like false, yeah. and none of this would have happened. <laughs> well, again, well, you're not you're not the king of plumbing, so. I guess, I guess I'm not. <laughs> you're also not sixty. Like if someone came to our door, I didn't know I would not open to them. Even Elise would right. not have talked to me that day. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just continued my work until he went away. And then you uh, would have gone back to Kurt Lane, Idaho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing would have happened, and I would have just been lonely and miserable my whole life. It would <laughs> yeah. have been great. Yeah. Better book. That's, that's the French version of this book. Yeah. Right? I went I to do... my mother's house to clean up, and it was terrible, and then I went home. <laughs> I thought about how miserable her whole life was and how she died alone. 30 pages. And then, and, I went, and then I went to be miserable and alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked at the bleakness of my future and welcomed it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so eventually they do meet up with his dad and his, like, new wife. Uh-huh. And he's like, I mean, I wrote you every day, like, in the notebook. It wasn't over for me. <laughs> Still, Still not, not over. over. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That was actually, I don't know if there were actually letters in the book. It was in the movie that they had. I don't think he ever found letters. the letters, but he said he did write in the yeah. book. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they find reconcile. him in the movie. Yeah. Yes. He finds him later after his dad yeah. says all that. Yeah. Uh, he confirms about Noel. And Rachel has alcohol for the second time in her life. And then oh, like tries God. to immediately tries to jump his bones. Yeah. He, he being Jacob in this case, not the dad, although I don't oh, know. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> but he's like, uh, no, you're very drunk. So no. And then goes to bed and calls himself a coward, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say he handled that. Fine like, no, that no, that's the right thing guy. Like yeah. don't sleep with people who are drunk. Right. <laughs> Just don't do it. Especially if they've only drank alcohol once before. Right. They don't know what it's going to do to them, so they're not in their right mind. So, he wakes up and she has gone, leaving a note being like, I'm the shittiest. Like, sorry. Man, if he was worried about gasoline, he'd brand it. Wait till he sees this cab bill. <laughs> <laughs> From like, Arizona Jesus. to... Where does she even live? I don't even know. Wait, we do know later, right? Maybe. I don't care. St. Ives or something like that? Yeah, Ivins. that sounds right. St. Ivan's. It's Not St. Ives. It's just St. Ives. St. Ives is like a soap. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she's gone. She's like, I'm ashamed to have cheated on Brandon like that. So, uh, though he's heartbroken, Jacob decides to find Noelle, track her down himself. He does find her, and she very briefly denies ever having a kid because her husband's like listening in the other room. Mm-hmm. She's like, her no, I don't, I don't have kids. Sure as could be on their wedding night. <laughs> like <clears throat> I have no kids, please leave. But, <laughs> but after he shows her the diary, she breaks down and is like, Yeah, okay, I remember you, it's fine. Like help me find my baby. So he does track Rachel down. Um and then confronts her and is like, if you could choose between me and Brandon again, it's like I choose him. It's like, well shit. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't work. This didn't work at all. So he goes back home. Well, sorry, to his mom's house. Well, first of all, she still lived with her parents. Yeah. And, like, her dad opened the door and was like, she is asleep. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Go on home. Yeah. Well, that well, was true. Well, you know, Christianity, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she wasn't married. Why wouldn't she live with her parents, Danielle? Right? I don't know. She's, what, 34? <laughs> Again, Maybe Christianity. Christianity. You stay at home until you get married. Oh, my God. Yes. And if you yes. never get married, then you're a spinster daughter looking after her aged parents. Yes, <laughs> right. yes. Yep. Um, so yeah, he goes back to his mom's house, but then Rachel is there saying that her mom found her, I guess, like, immediately after he left. I guess so. Because she's there, like, the next day. Well, because Rachel mm-hmm. went to find her first, and she was like, I don't know you. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's we true. missed that part, so When she Jacob got sad. went there, she did say that Rachel had been there before. And she she's like, nah, I'm not, I don't know her. And then when he came... She's like, oh, I probably should just like I should, I should go talk still. To her. Like I she probably I assume, just own up to this. I assume that Jacob passed Noel, like getting into his Porsche to go back to his mom's house. Like you're next. <laughs> and she, Noel, told Rachel, like, don't make the same mistakes I did. So she's like, I guess I'm here. Uh, so hooray! Hooray! Yes, I, I guess. And the prologue, uh, Elise died. <laughs> is the prologue. Oh, the, the epilogue? So she's epilogue, fucking dead. Not the prologue. 
Oh, uh, sorry. That blog is Elise's fucking dead. So, yeah. but everyone like else hangs out at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they 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 had a a wonderful Christmas time in Coeur d'Alene, yeah. which Coeur d'Alene with Noel and the Plumbing King and uh, his dad and his stepmom. But not Elise, because she had fa- she had family. Not Elise, because she was dead now. No, she wasn't yet. <laughs> she didn't come to that one because she had familial the familial duties commitments for Christmas. That's right. And then so, she eventually died because so she's yeah. old. So yeah. So that's enough about this goddamn book. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Let's talk about this movie. <laughs> the movie's a lot better than the book, apparently. Josh Hartley, A-plus. Chris, what did you think you about know what? this movie? Like, again, again, it it was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be worse because I'm used to Hallmark ones, but since Netflix made this, it was not. Yeah, it was fine. I think. I yeah. think also, like, uh, it, again, the book was was fine for me. Mm-hmm. It was fine, uh, and this actually hewed closer to it. And I think yeah. again, that has to do with the fact that it it is like semi autobiographical, and the author was probably like, uh, "Please don't fuck with this too much." Yeah. Right. Yeah. It did follow it more closely than the ones that I see. It sounds before. so like yeah. all the changes they made were for the better. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it's like mostly the changes were like names and then places. And the places well, were changed to be stuff. like interesting to look at. Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's well, drive and through Connecticut. She didn't die. She got a British guy and lived happily ever after. Yeah. yeah. She so basically that's much was. much better. They, yes. they, made, they made her younger. Did they? they? Did. Yeah. She was basically Grace and Frankie, but in this show. Yeah. Yeah. She was Grace and or Frankie. They, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, uh, they made Rachel's parents, instead of being, like, ultra-fucking Christian into, like, New Age hippies. Yeah. Which and, But fun. also, they made, like, in the book, they made Brandon out to be sounding like a total asshole, and in the movie, I was like, he seems totally reasonable as a fiancé, yeah. like a loving, yeah. caring guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, poor Brandon. Poor, poor Alan. <laughs> poor Alan. Poor, poor Alan. Alan. Yeah. Well, even in the yeah. book, I was not upset with him. Like he seemed like he was angry on the phone, but also she like disappeared. Yeah, for real. Like, like uh, her, her and didn't tell him it was with up. another guy. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you don't want, if you don't like this guy, if he's severe, like she described him, like yeah. maybe don't be with him. Yeah, just break it off. Be a man about it. And just break it off. It's your own yeah. fault. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But, it, overall, I liked the the tone, I guess, of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought Netflix did a good job in not making it look super fucking cheesy like all of the Hallmark movies are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and had I mean, some it nice still, value to it still it. was, but it, it looked like they tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the uh, it. I mean, it still it still looked cheap, but it was cheap, right? Uh, and I guess that's that's fine. Yeah, again, the budget was for like two Airbnbs. That they yes. filmed as people's houses. Yeah, his house didn't look nearly <laughs> as like um, large and, yeah. and uh, as it, it was described in the book. And I'm like, I mean, and then we only saw courtyard. like the living room, and I was like, they only got the one room. All we can film in is this one room. That's all yeah, we got like, for this yeah. house. My impression is his house was a big square. We had a courtyard in the middle. Yeah, we only saw that from the living room. Yeah, so right. we didn't really get to see like the rest of the house. It was yeah. ugly inside. Yeah. Oh, and they, he had a dog in the movie because that makes him more likable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, they hired the, the top dog. poster. They of, made they made they made the main character less of a douche. They made him more sympathetic. Yes, uh, and um, yeah, they they gave him they gave him a, a better a better SUV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did an actual SUV. Yeah, it's like what they was gave he actually what, driving? Uh, I think it was like a, Land Rover. a Land Rover. A Land yeah. Rover. Yeah. Well, they never nice cleaned it off. One. Like wipe that. I don't think his defrost was working. There shouldn't have been that much snow on it. All they time. had to. They had to. You know, make it look like it was winter while they were filming it. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, because oh. it was, because it was definitely not. My right. my favorite part is when they're in a diner somewhere. They're like, hey, what what. What do you think the odds are of us getting out of here before this storm hits? <laughs> and the lady's like, I'd say zero. So they get yep. a hotel and then they go out that night and it's like perfectly clear skies, <laughs> not a <laughs> snowflake in sight. They yep. sit down and watch It's a Wonderful, it's a wonderful Life, life. Okay. for three freaking yeah. hours outside. Okay. No snow. Okay. Well, you know, so, if, if, if there's... Are there mountains up there? Because if there are mountains, it could be snowing mm. on the mountains. That's yes, true. Maybe. Not Appalachians run through that area. But we were like, you could have like made it out of here. 
Obviously. Okay, I have two things to say about that. First of all, that line, he's like, what are the chances of getting out of there? She's like, zero. He's like, percent? Does it, like, it does doesn't it make, make it, a difference? <laughs> it doesn't change the answer. I don't think he read his line. Did there. you mean the absolute value of zero? Or like, what? So, and then second of all, like, yeah, that night was 18 hours long because yeah. they they did the Christmas festival. Yep. Uh-huh. They watched all of It's a Wonderful Life. They did. They went back. She read his whole book uh-huh. <laughs> and then went to sleep. So, she was an amazingly fast reader. Yeah. Well, this was well like, no, I mean. They're if, at the if, Arctic Circle. If, 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 <laughs> if that book was as, as long as this book, <laughs> then it's totally possible. You could have done it <laughs> once. I get the feeling it wasn't supposed to be, though. So it was supposed to be big. Yeah, the prop book was not like A5 size. Like this one was like that was just like the funniest like thing to me. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you should have oh, gone. Nothing. And yeah. then when they left the next day, then it was like snowstorm, and I'm like, what has happened here? <laughs> they waited before. for the storm <laughs> so we could peek at her legs while she was reading. This yes. is so scandalous. Mm. And at the moment, I was like, is I guess that's not too weird. She's gonna read a romance novel with no pants on. I'm sure there's some audience for. Paul Evan Richards' books that reads them pantsless. <laughs> I think she was in, like, her pajamas. Yeah, she, she like was a in her jammy shirt. <laughs> well, again, going going back to the whole going back to the whole thing, like, this was, like, definitely her plan from the start, and she definitely left the door open on purpose. Mm-hmm. She's like, look at me. Well, she had her hair yes. done up, but was still wearing makeup, earrings, and necklace. So, yeah, exactly. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um... <laughs> so yeah, I did like I did like the change for her. Like they decided, hey, maybe give her any character characteristics at all, right? Like that was a good change, and I think it was smart that they realized like this story is more interesting if it's about her. Yeah. Yes. So let's focus more on her. Like he's just the idiot that drove her there. Exactly. She's the one that has something to gain from it. Yeah, so. I definitely didn't picture him as like the main character of this book, and that's okay. He was a better, right. better choice than somebody that would have matched what the character of yeah. the book would have been like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I thought his mom's hoarder house like was pretty clear that they don't know what a hoarder house looks like. Oh yeah, so, it was so organized. It was right. so clean. Oh yeah. my god! No, like uh, there was uh, there was one shot where they showed the inside of the fridge, and I was like, "There we go." Yes, yeah. Like yeah. that looks that looks correct, but like yeah. the rest <laughs> of it, it it was so sanitary. It's like yeah. you need more stuff Sharon, in bigger piles. Sharon Sharon made the comment like like oh she just likes to recycle. Yeah, that's what it looks <laughs> like. Another way to take the recycling out. <laughs> All the bottles were nicely stacked. Yeah, she had cleaned it, them. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's a Perfect. fair point. Good, good job, Sharon. <laughs> uh, just a side note: you should not feed dogs tomato soup. No, no, no. But it, but it gets oh, all yeah. over their snout, and it's really and cute. it looks cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I looked this up, and Purina says like dogs could eat organic, fresh tomatoes, but they probably won't like them. But do not give them soups because the preservatives are very harmful. Oh yeah. So don't do that. But, Did you but hear that? Was... Did you hear that, listeners? Don't give your dogs tomato soup. But this was tomato soup made by an old lady next door. It, you don't know where fine. it came from. Yeah, she probably opened up a can and heated it up <laughs> and put it in that thermos. She didn't go farm to table. There aren't fresh tomatoes right now. It's snowing. That's right. <laughs> they have grocery you stores. Don't know, you don't know if she has, like, a hothouse. Uh, right? That's true. You don't know we, if We didn't really if see her backyard too well. Yeah. <laughs> and she is a weird old lady, you know. Yeah. She paints. Yeah. She yep, probably it, grows tomatoes. Could be. Could be. <laughs> she probably grows something else, if I'm guessing. <laughs> she didn't her see the so, so in the book, he didn't know her, and she's like, hey, I used to, like, babysit you. And in the movie, they were, like, best buds, but then oh if they, God. like, knew each other so well, like, why did the uh, attorney have to call him and tell him that the mother died? Like, wouldn't she have called him and been like, he... hey... No, hey, Danielle, he went there and her. remembered her. Danielle. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, he didn't I'm know just trying that to find she was still holes. there. Maybe he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you now. Great, we're besties." Maybe she's she like, thought okay, it wasn't her place. Great. Are you still painting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the meet cute with Rachel and the dog. It's like, oh, that's Ava. She's like, cool name. So she's probably an anime weeb. <laughs> probably. Cool name. Cool name. I also like the scene where they're talking about how much they love jazz. Mm-hmm. And they made sure to pick out the five jazz people that the audience will recognize. 
so I I also uh, I I appreciated that because once again, like oh, they made him like less douchey. Yeah. <laughs> they they made them they made them better than yes. like. I can't I can't remember what the fuck he was listening to on the uh Oh he he what? He ended up listening to like the red hot chili peppers or something which I think <laughs> on his bluetooth speaker. Yeah, yeah, which which he had to explain like I used a bluetooth speaker to listen to music <laughs> from my phone. Uh-huh. Like thank you. That tells you something about the audience for this book. Yeah. <laughs> They don't know to what explain that is. the usage of a Bluetooth speaker. Yep. Um, and also who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are. And why he would listen to them. Yes. Yeah, because they were popular when he was in high school. Yeah. That's why I listen to them. Which, which I'm popular. sure he just, know. like, you know, probably uh, went into his son's room and was like, what do you have <laughs> around? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Eminem. Mm-hmm. Who had just hit it big when he left home at 16, so. <laughs> that crusty old rapper Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they talk about listening to albums in there, too, although, like, it just, I don't know. It's all, it's no all really... Christmas albums. So, yeah. so as the, the, yeah, in it was the like book. Yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas album. In the book, he got one thing, like, 100% right. One thing he wrote, and I was like, okay, that is something that is correct. Mm-hmm. Where he's talking to the attorney guy and he's like oh my wife wants to meet you she's in the car everyone's just always in the car like no one ever gets to like come in they just sit out there uh-huh. so he's like okay and sign some books or whatever and he's like oh can we take a picture sure and like the guy's taking a picture and she's like no honey you have to have the angle higher because it hides the chins it's like yes that is correct that's exactly what a woman would say in that situation the one thing he got like right yeah, yeah. kudos sir yes angles are everything <laughs> yeah um, I liked when they were talking about his brother, who's now Ben, yes, dying. Ben. And even the movie thought that was pretty stupid. And they're like, I'm not even going to let you hear it. Yeah. The train's going to go by, like, you're not going to hear how he died. I think in the in the movie, didn't Noelle marry someone named Charles? Wasn't it Charles on the wedding invitation? Because Charles oh. was used somewhere else in the movie, but I didn't it, wasn't pick up the, on that. it wasn't the son. I think it was on the wedding invitation that the dad kept for whatever reason. That could be. Because it was going to be important. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why I kept it. Apparently, it was for this. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was weird too. Like, I don't know why I kept this wedding announcement for a person that I knew personally. Like, I still have some. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you keep them. Like, they're important. I have one right here. Yeah. I don't. I don't like how in the movie they made his dad like an old recluse, like by himself. Though. Oh no, his dad was Dexter. Did you notice that? He's just living alone in the woods with a beard, chopping down trees like Dexter. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure he was Dexter's dad. (laughs) Yeah. The same actor. Was was he the same guy? I think so. Hmm. But I liked that he's like, oh, I'm a social worker for the VA. I'm like, that's nice. Yeah. He was a a social worker in the book, too. And uh, I think, uh, again, that's probably based on reality. Yeah. If that's if that's a detail that they kept like that, it's not a common detail. So yeah, probably. Plus, it's a great shortcut. Like having a dog. Have, being a social worker means you're a good guy in the movie. So mm-hmm. you don't have to save the cat. You're already good. Well, also, I guess if you don't have like the wife, you're not having salmon for dinner. You're having chili. Yep. yep. Which so. again is correct. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking this guy up now. He was in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in Destiny 2. I loved his Canadian accent, by the way. Is that a boot? Sorry. sorry. Well, I was just like, I'm putting on this Christmas tree, putting all these Christmas lights. I can't sorry I am. <laughs> sorry. Two boxes of lights would not have covered that tree. <laughs> <laughs> they covered it four. sparsely. Needed at least... I, I don't think it would have reached... All the way down that tree if you're winding it around. Also, the boxes made it seem like those lights were like little ones, like you normally put on a Christmas tree, yeah. and these were like giant ones, so I don't know what they He totally doing. was in Dexter. Confirmed. Look at you. Nice. Harry Morgan. Nice. Look at that. Yeah. See? That's why they made him be cutting down a tree in the woods by himself. He's yep. a serial killer. That's he why. didn't even have a He's dog. He's a serial so... killer's dad. <laughs> uh, he taught him how to channel his energy, his dark passenger. 
that's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Um, I didn't appreciate uh, when the movie tried to be Deadpool. Like, if this was a romantic comedy, there'd be only one room. Uh, Wink. And the guy's like, what's a romantic comedy? He's like, never mind. But I mean, they, yeah. they did that in the book, too. Yeah. Of him. Well, of him, and then later like, there was only one. He writes love stories, saying, not romances. Like, uh, Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he said that's right. He said that, and also like, uh, yeah, multiple references to like, maybe there's a book in this. Yeah, <laughs> right. and then and then in the Wink. epilogue, saying I I sat down to write this book, the Noel Diary. Uh huh. <laughs> and now you're reading it. Yeah, so I wrote it, and now you have to read it. (laughs) Uh, I always like it when there's a good bookstore in a movie. Like, that looked like a cool-ass bookstore. It did. Yeah. It did, it did. And I also appreciated, like, when you're not a very good writer, let other characters just say you're a good writer. Don't, like, try to prove it with shellfish puns. Shellfishly. Uh. Being shellfish. So, her in the bookstore being like, yeah, he's really good. Like, okay, good. Just show me that one if you can't tell me. Mm Mm-hmm. Or whatever, the other way around. Tell me that if you can't show me. So, uh, I did like when they finally talked about uh, Ben dying. It's like, well, I knew that tree was real slippery, but I was inside nowhere near to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> but then he said that the sound of the branch, the sound of the branch, he won't get it out of his head. I'm like, well, where was he? Did he, could he yeah. have caught him? Yeah. So again, like nope, we were saying, it's back it in the days when you just let your kids go outside and they were just fine. really had to put that one ornament on a random tree. And you didn't watch them and you just left out like some snacks if they came back in. Huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, he totally fucked up. This was definitely his fault. Yeah, exactly. I, he built a fucking platform so they could climb the giant tree. Like maybe step one, don't do that. Yeah. If you know it's slippery, hey, kids and first love of all, tree houses and platforms and shit. Like it on. wasn't even that it was slippery; the branch snapped. So, but if you know it's slippery and he must do it, go with him. Like at least put a ladder up or something, or maybe be like whichever branch you can reach, put it on that one. Yeah, or one just, ornament, or just like say no, we're not going outside today, <laughs> and let him like be mad about it. We'll because, do it in the morning because at least he probably he's alive. did, and the kid did yeah. it anyways. Maybe so. So. Uh, I also liked when they showed up at his dad's house and they just slept in the car all night. And then the next day, she yeah. stayed in the car while he was like, reconciling with his dad They're and putting up a goddamn Christmas tree. They never yeah. had to go to the bathroom or anything. Nothing. Nothing. The whole time. Or they just went in the woods. I don't know. But I mean, there's plenty of space. She's like, what do you think, dog? Should we go in? And dog's like, mm-mm. She's like, okay. Dog said no. Dog yep. said no. Oh, my God. I also liked her being like, I have a confession. Today's my birthday. I'm like, that's not what that I was is. like, yeah, like, he just read the whole we fucking We just read diary. that in the book. Of course we know it's your birthday. <laughs> that's not a confession. A confession is like, I have a confession. I've been lying to my fiance about coming on this trip. That's yeah. a confession. The yeah. day of the week it is is not a, conf- not a confession. Also, why that's did she put on, like, her thing. best outfit and straighten her hair all out, like, so pretty to sit in the hotel room? Because, like Chris Again, has been saying, it's this been is part the of the plan, plan the whole time. <laughs> The she's, whole time. She's been baiting the trap, and now she's going to spring it on him. Exactly. Exactly. You saw her put out that candle with her goddamn fingers, she right? She sure did. She's like, yeah. get ready for something, tiger. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that they actually had sex in this version, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like don't give, be so chaste about this. Give her something to actually feel guilty about. Right. Right. Or it it makes the love confessions a little more uh, have a little more weight when you've actually done anything together. So I'm like, I ate a patty melt with you once. I'm in love with I you. I learned what Noki was. <laughs> True love forever. <laughs> You're so much better than Brandon because you can pronounce <laughs> Brandon. <Noki. laughs> yeah. Brandon basically... doesn't know shit about Ganache. <laughs> no, sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yep um i liked when he met noel and he was the same age as her like the, the two actors looked like they were the same age like mm-hmm. tracked her down at a hospital and, like they could oh yeah could have no. been brothers and sister as far as age goes but and then yeah like we said that scene with her hippie parents and like 
tell him you don't love me. I'm like, I've known you for four days, basically. I do not love you. If I'm being Listen, honest. Listen, Alan's here. Go away. Go away. Go away. But I guess she came back at the end. To stand creepily outside the window. But, oh, like, man. what if? But what if? What if right after the freeze frame, she's like love knifed him? She's like, <laughs> I can't have you, and no one can. Murder mystery Christmas story. I think there's a an audience yeah, for that. I think well, so. I mean, of course there is, and there's probably a whole section in the bookstore. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was there was one one shot in this uh-huh. that was like straight out of fucking Halloween. <laughs> which is yeah. which is like uh, him like out the window out out the window through the curtains yeah <laughs> like out the window through the curtains car driving in front of her like oh she's just standing <laughs> oh, out shit. there we, we kept expecting her to disappear yeah as but so she was always still there after the car <laughs> that happened like three times <laughs> it did a big bus drove past i thought she was gonna jump on it <laughs> she was that big there. truck she could jump in the back but nope she was always just there well the director was like we have to it, it can't just be her standing there we have to make it look natural like have a car drive by <laughs> and it's right i was i was waiting for like uh you know the truman show where they're like it's the same three cars every oh half yeah hour or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah so like every shot or something it would be the same truck driving in front of her but no it wasn't it was it was different yeah yeah <laughs> yeah what if it what if when they checked into that B, it became self-aware it's like Wait, are we in a rom-com? And then it did oh, turn no. into Truman Show after that. Right. And she was there out. to keep him keep him placid and controlled for their show they were doing. And they and they go outside and figure out that all of the snow is CG. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's why their windshield never got clean, hun. I guess. Anyway, uh, Daniel, any final thoughts? Anything we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about? I think that we hit everything we could possibly hit. I feel like we were very thorough. It was a... Uh... It was a book. <laughs> sure was. It definitely was a book. Chris, final thoughts? Glad I didn't read the book because the book sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the movie was okay, so I'm like, all right, this wasn't totally right. bad, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I don't like the character descriptions at all from the books you told me about, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay, fair. Very fair. Other Chris? Uh, so I just I had uh, one one note mm-hmm. that I wanted to uh... ah so here here we go um, it would be refreshing if he decided to be sensible and just be her friend oh yeah see <laughs> like if, that would have been something if, if instead of breaking up a potential marriage you know <laughs> she like, wasn't that into that guy she just wanted stability. Well, in the movie, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, that should be fine. Like, yeah. that's a, it's an acceptable outcome between two adults. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, remember, though, in, like, the movie The Breakup? I don't know, spoiler alert. And at the end, they actually did break up. And people were like, what the hell? It's like, I, what did you it's expect, It's called The Breakup, guys. They were like, they should have gotten back together. Like, no, they, like, they stayed apart. And that's, they were that's like, okay. They became two functioning adults yeah. on their own. It was fine. There you go. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think, again, it was a higher quality than I had expected based on our prior, like, Hallmark movies. So, yeah, uh-huh. Hallmark movies. Good job, Netflix. Um, at all. If you could go ahead and make one about Hanukkah. That would be great. Based on a book, so we can talk about that. Like, that's been... Like, or none. That's been the dream, like, the white whale for us, so... Hey, this, uh, this, this movie did have a menorah. Just very briefly. True. <laughs> so they're like, see, cover just, our bases. I, we I, we have I a think nod. We're going to be always pursuing this because Hanukkah is just not a big deal. That's what everyone says. <laughs> like, it's not a big important holiday. Hanukkah have, like, Hanukkah's only worth a Passover one single one. shot. <laughs> be better to have like a Passover one where you have your meet cute at somebody's family seder, and that's how they meet. Yep. yep. And they throughout the week they just keep bumping into each other and going to different satyrs and they fall in love by the end yep. there we go All right. chris ham i'm adding to your goals for next year and, right and there's also, write a romantic also comedy a, about, about hanukkah about, so we can make it about, into a movie about passover about passover hanukkah both we of them. to give up on 
you you have to you have to have uh you have to have Elijah in it as like the uh the magical old man that gets Yes, together. he's the one that brings them together that provides the introduction. <laughs> yeah. Or invites the whoever one I choose to come to that particular Seder. Gives a yeah. little wink and uh you know Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was me all along. Right. How are Isn't you going to depict like, him though for the clothes. movie? Like there's always the secret guy who might be Santa like He's going to he... be an old dude with a beard. Okay. <laughs> he'll have a yarmulke on. Now, at the end, the surprise reveal is, is then he'll, like, step out the door and he'll, like, glow and his his ancient robes will appear and he'll, like, fly away or something. <laughs> fly oh, away. So that, that's how that'll work. <laughs> what if you find out it's him because he comes and sits in the empty seat? Or, yeah, like, it was me, guys. That. You've been yeah, saving me a seat. Now kiss. Right. <laughs> we could do it that way. <laughs> Wow. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot to ask. For our other one. What's your... Oh, sorry. We can put on this one. So what's your what's your Christmas wish for next year? For yourself or for the world? Danielle. My Christmas wish? Your Christmas wish. I don't know. Maybe the like, planet shouldn't die. That's a good one. I don't that, know though. The planet doesn't one. explode. Yeah, we're like yeah. seeing end of days in real time. So, do you want to do you want to bet on something a little more certain though? Like... No, <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't. It feels like a toss up. Yeah, sorry. Okay. That's all. That's all oh, I want. No. If I can't have it, I guess we're all dead. Sorry. So I won't matter anyway. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> won't matter what else I wish okay. for anyway. Uh, either of the Chris's, you have a holiday wish for this year. For the world, or for Mine yourself. Mine is that people realize not everybody celebrates Christmas. <laughs> Good that, luck. And that Hanukkah is what it is. So, uh-huh. like, what it yeah. is the basic, most basic. Oh, just and an, at all. Just understand gotcha. that it exists. Just, and, just know that it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So. Excellent. Other Chris. Uh, well, I I will throw out there that Adam Sandler did his best. He did. <laughs> he did his true. best. He did. He <laughs> has best. still provided us with one of the best Hanukkah movies in existence. Yeah. So and a true. song, and like yes. one of the only that gets revised to add more people over time. <laughs> Not only the best, but one of the only Hanukkah movies. <laughs> Although yeah. I would love to see an adaptation of Lemony Snicket's very short book. Maybe make it into like a hollow, like a TV special of the vodka mm. that won't stop screaming. Yes, yes. Because it's a very good little lesson about about Hanukkah and how not everybody celebrates Christmas. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> we and all latkes... do different things, and we need to respect each other. And latkes are tasty. Latkes are tasty. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. With with like some applesauce. Mm-hmm. Yep, girl. Mm-hmm. God. So is that your Christmas oh wish, god. other Chris? I forgot. My Christmas wish is for some latkes and applesauce. There you go. <laughs> yep. Come on over to North Carolina. We'll hook you up. Nice. Yes. Nice. Nice. Uh, and I feel like the one I was going to say, because uh, Beto did not win the governorship, will not come true. Mm. There will yeah. never be recreational marijuana in Texas. Oh. Not while I'm Delta here. Eight yet? Uh, I think yes. Okay, it'll build off of that eventually. We don't have it in North Carolina either for similar reasons. Although our governor's a Democrat, he would sign it if it passed, but our legislature is not, so. Yep. I've said it before, but when Oklahoma beats you to the punch... We're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. And Missouri, too. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Hooray! Well, it was was a swing state, after all. It was at one time. Yeah. (laughs) Until it got gerrymandered for some races, but it's still a swing state at heart. But That's not right. us. And I guess if you live in Austin, it's basically legal, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically legal. <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to one and all. Yes. <laughs> Yay. I'm going to push stop now. Okay. That was our session for today. And let's go ahead and jump right to On Second Thoughts. Because we have a pretty big one today. As you are probably screaming at your phones or smart speakers or... Whatever you kids listen to podcasts on these days, when we were talking about how this book wasn't a Christmas story. Okay, I can't tell you why we completely missed this, but yeah, a pregnant lady with no baby daddy present 
who has to flee her home to give birth? I mean, she wasn't exactly in a barn, but if that plot point had been a snake, it would have bitten us, as they say. I suppose that's why Mr. Evans is the king of Christmas books, and we're just here talking about them. And also, for my real holiday wish, as we wind down to the end of the year, that you all are able to spend some time with people you love the best. We all know how crazy the holidays are, and how tough it can be to be unhappy during the most wonderful time of the year. So please take some time for yourself and your mental health wherever you can, because the world would be much less wonderful without you in it. Even if you're by yourself this year, you're not alone. Today's episode earned a massive $500,000 writer's advance and is currently entertaining pitches for a movie adaptation with thanks to Chris, Chris Ham, Chris, other Chris Jacobson, Danielle, neither Chris Rowe. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. Uh, I think the only note I didn't get to is there's a line in the movie where they're about to bang. Uh-huh. And she's like, I wanted this since the moment I saw you. Yep. I'm like, okay. Maybe I'm old and like crusty or whatever, but like, is that a thing? Like people are like, I must fuck this person. I have just Apparently, met them. I mean, aside I, from like strippers, know. maybe like. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. So I have no yeah. idea. Or like prostitutes. You're like, mm-hmm, this is going to happen. I feel like she was a little hasty there. I mean, there's people I've gotten to know and that I wanted to fuck, but I still had to wait. Yeah, like a normal human being. Like, yeah, like you still have to like get more comfortable with each other, and then that's just like, I'm like, yes, it happened. It's like borderline so. rapey to be like, this is going to happen, guy. You don't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you have poor impulse controls, what I'm saying. Right? Anyway, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs>